Welcome to HQA Radio. My name's Alana. And I'm Francis. And, and we're, we're best friends! In the United States of America. <laughs> yes, um, we are. Are we not? Congratulations. Yeah, if you couldn't already tell, we're Americans. <laughs> but, that being said, uh, some of us weren't in the United States of America for a bit of time. That's, that's right. I was in Europe for the past two weeks. Uh, Your first time in Europe, right? It's first, my very first time. I, I went oh. for business, but then I spent another week for pleasure. Yeah. And let me tell you, it was a lot of fun, Alana. I can't wait to dedicate this entire episode to my travels. I know. I can't wait to hear it. So I've been dying to hear all about Francis's trip, and he keeps telling me, no, Alana, it's for the radio show. <laughs> this I this only... is for you, you guys. This is for you seven listeners out yeah. there. Like, So you're hearing it for the first time ever, folks. <laughs> Live on a recording, <laughs> Francis's trip that I've been dying to hear. So get ready. Yay! So Francis, what can you tell us about your trip to Spain? Uh, it was pretty good. I was I, actually feeling very nervous because this was the first part of my trip, and I had never been to Europe. I never traveled by myself before. This is. I mean, oh, wow. yeah, so the business part, I was, I was, you know, like with people that I knew, but, you know, for the most part, though, I had never traveled by myself to a foreign country where the main language was in English. So yeah. I was nervous uh, on the plane ride over. I was like very antsy and, you know, I, just kind of unsure of how this entire trip was going to be like. And... Actually, like, even just getting to the Canary Islands was, uh, which is where I was at, took me a day and a half. So I, I, I left on the 8th. I didn't get to my destination until the night of the 9th. <laughs> yeah. And um, the plane ride getting to the island was, was horrific. I was on t- um, on a discount airline. I'm not going to name names. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but it was this airline. It was what? this particular airline that... Mm. It was one of the worst airlines I've been on. And as we're getting to the island, there's a moment where um, the, the, the plane literally maybe like falls like a few inches. And you, could, you know that moment when you're on a, on a roller coaster and you're yeah. at the very top yeah. and you're about to go down and you're weightless? Like, yeah, it, there's, and your it was, guts fly up into yeah. your throat. Yeah, oh my God. We, we all had that feeling. And... I think you could tell, like, if you took a survey of all the people on the planes, which which ones were kids and which ones were, like, old people, because, like, the kids were like, whoa, oh my god, and I'm here, and the old man next to me is, like, gripping onto the seat, like, oh my fucking god, ah! I don't want to die, oh my god, yeah, oh my gosh, I, I, Honestly, I had a lot of moments like that. I mean, not just oh, the Jesus. yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I know, like, be prepared. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh my but, god. Yeah. Um, I will admit, like, the first week of me getting there was kind of stressful. Yeah. Um, part, partly in, partly because it was business, and you know, I was, I was doing some work and trying to get other things done. But a little bit of it is like trying to get adjusted to this new place this new culture this new kind of scenery for me and not being able to speak my native language you know to to people so um 
Yeah. Man, so Francis, uh, language barrier must have been something that came up or was an issue during your trip. Uh, yeah, yeah. My sister had given me this tip where um, if I needed help with anything, the people that I should really seek out are the younger Europeans, especially the ones that either might work in the service industry or are white-collared workers. Just because, you know, like based off of their job, they might be more exposed to English yeah and yeah like her tip was pretty much spot on because um you know like there uh, for the first day or two I had to take a taxi to get to work and you know like some of the people that I talked to like the taxi drivers didn't know like a lick of English but you know my hotel concierge and the clerks had had better grasp of the English language so that was pretty good um but speaking of which, I after the second day of just being at the Canary Islands, I decided I I can't do this whole taxi cab thing from the 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 hotel to the um to the oof. office yeah place where you yeah I was like whatever I, I was like trying to think if it was an office, but it really wasn't. It I wasn't? I was just like at a building <laughs> just with just just like at a satellite building yeah oh wow yeah like literally a building with a satellite right next to it and that was it it's yeah hard to call it an office but yeah. um yeah so i go to the airport and i get this rental car and the the thing about driving in spain is that all of the road markings are white like there's no you know here in america you have like different like there's yellow and yeah. then there's white and the, blue you know for handicap or something like right that. there's yeah. right there's different colors but in spain i think i, I don't know if it's particular to Gra- um the canary islands but um i'm in spain it's all just white yeah and so there's no way for to tell what the different lanes are i think you just kind of drive on the road one side of the road. Oh my God. And, and so I had my GPS on and I was navigating to a particular place. And it tells me that in a few kilometers, I have to make this right, right turn. Yeah. My, you know, like get off to the ramp and go right. And I'm used to um, sort of just hearing the warning on my GPS and maybe following it like a few, like a uh, maybe half a mile down the way and just kind of ignoring it because sometimes there's a turn that might not be the turn that you want beforehand right and so i am still in that mindset i'm still in that american mindset and i accidentally turn into the wrong lane like i i switch lanes into oncoming traffic (gasps) oh my god (laughs) yeah and luckily for me i was going pretty slow i was going like 40 kilometers an hour an hour which is about 20 25 miles hour miles per hour yeah and there's no oncoming traffic yet so i i I pass this um arrow and i realize my mistake and i immediately like flip into reverse and there's like somebody coming on my way and i was like oh my god hitting the thing and luckily the person that was behind me like saw what i had done and stopped to let me do you know like to let me get into the right right lane and um, I I just I get get into right lane and my heart's just beating and I like oh my god I had 
such a close experience. I, like, the only thing that I could think of was, like, if I died here in a foreign country, what would happen to me? Like, I'm freaking out right now. And uh, I just kept driving (laughs) to my next place. (laughs) Thank God he didn't tell me. I would have been worried freaking sick. I know. Like, I told Chris I couldn't tell him until after, like, after he was done. (laughs) Yeah, jeez. Oh, my God. That's terrifying. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And also, if you had died, who would have told me? (laughs) Oh, my God. Chris. (laughs) No. Well, I'm really happy that you're safe. Also, that I didn't find this out till now, because I would have been worried shitless just the entire time you were gone. (laughs) Yeah, good one. So, Francis, while you were in Spain, like, did you get to see any cool sights? Did you get to go to the beach? I mean, yes, Yeah, so um, after work was done, I got a chance to go and explore the island. I was on Gran Canaria, and apparently, like, they're, um, so it's one of the biggest islands of the Canary Islands, mm. and it's known for being a party island, but also, like, uh, a lot of, um, retired Europeans come down there, you know, during the winter to, to, to enjoy some of the sun, um, yeah, and so I, I got, just got to travel around, I got to see Mas Palomas, which is, I think the one of the party cities of the island, and then I went to Las Palmas, which I think is one of the more retiree towns of the island. Um, and so, like after seeing those two cities, I wanted to go see a little bit more of the naturey side. So I took a scenic route to get to my other place, um, to to another another place I wanted to go to, and the. Uh, the route took me along this cliffside, um, right along the beach. Uh, yeah, so, like, it's it's a rocky kind of beach, if you can imagine. And you're just driving along, um, and it, it curves a little. Uh, there's a point where I stopped at um, the site where... Uh, there's there's this historical site where there's ruins of like old an old house and so i thought okay cool let me go check it out i park off the side of the road and i go down and i climb down the side of the cliff to get to these ruins and like when i say ruins i'm not talking like the acropolis or a coliseum it's literally just a couple of rocks off to the side that's guarded like fenced off so it's, it wasn't yeah. as impressive as it sounds yeah but what i did notice was that like on my way down there was some guy that was coming up and he was shirtless and he had sp- spoken to me in spanish but i didn't understand what he's saying so i was like okay just keep walking and hope like i'm not doing anything wrong but you know in the back of my mind i'm like that's kind of weird like why is this shirtless guy like going up uh you know like there's nothing to be shirtless about and i guess we're on an island but whatever but then i realized like i i didn't see him come back down and so it was like or he wasn't carrying anything with him and i didn't hear a car drive away yeah and so i was like well okay well that's just kind of weird um after i look at the ruins i decide to go and just walk along the cliffside because there are trails that are that are um kind of like I wouldn't say dug in but they're worn in by obviously like people are also exploring this area so I figure why not I I come in and 
there's this I I'm come down to the seaside and there's this stretch of rocky beach and I notice off to my left that there is this woman and she's topless like like I don't see her like her her breast but like she's she's pretty obviously topless yeah and I realize oh those two must have been here doing naughty things or whatever and that's cool this is like Europe whatever they're free here <laughs> they're they're able to do other things yeah I'm just gonna like walk away and yeah you know me Alana like I have my camera with me and so I'm like I just don't <gasps> oh my God, like yeah. yeah like I'm just like not gonna be creepy and I'm yeah. just gonna walk away and like explore somewhere else and so I decide to instead of like walking along the beach I'm gonna go walk up uh, alongside the cliffside and so I'm above it all and there's this point that is right up to the top of the beach the very tip top of the beach and there's this point that you can stand and you can kind of see over, over yeah. um and to my right i see the woman and that's fine and i'm i'm taking pictures of the island but i'm doing my best not to look like i'm taking pictures of her and then i look over to my left and i see more people on another adjacent beach and i'm like that's so weird and the closer i like look at these people the more i realize like they're all naked <laughs> and and then i'm like oh my god i'm standing on this like thing like on the on this point with my camera in hand at, at what i think is a nude beach <laughs> like these people must think i'm a pervert <laughs> and that's why like i'm getting like these weird looks oh my god yeah and so i'm like like mortified and I like get off of the point um and I'm standing and I'm just walk away and um I I when I'm kind of like a distance away I see that somebody else had taken over like a a random like hiker had had like taken over the spot that I was at and he literally brought out a pair of binoculars and I was like people thought I was a pervert people thought I was a freaking pervert (laughs) Yeah, just taking pictures of their nakedness. Yeah, Yeah. and so little did I know. So I I go back to my my car, and I'm just I I I look at my phone, and I'm trying to figure out what um what else is going on, Mm -hmm. and you know what else is in the area, and I realize like a few kilometers down the way, there's a a um, a point of interest called Playa Playa del Nudista. <laughs> it's 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 a nude yeah. beach like that's the it's main nude nude beach yeah. <laughs> and I am just wandering around thinking like wow I'm checking out the nature here like yeah, here's my camera yeah. here's Spain here's this new here here I come world oh my god Francis <laughs> so. Wait, what were the ruins called though that you saw? Like, were they ruins de nudista? Like, <laughs> these are so the weird. nude beach ruins. Nude beach. <laughs> the first nudist came here and they like trashed the place and then they no. It so it was like just like a small little like, uh, from my what I remember of the description, the houses were just like three different houses. They had like a, a refuse pile and I think it was just like a place where people lived, and yeah, and people just are now nude around them so weird
Right. So after my trip to the nude beach, I had a destination in mind. I wanted to go see the highest point in Gran Canaria, which was the Pico de las Nieves. I'm pretty sure I'm not saying that right, but it's it's the highest point in the whole island. And, you know, I thought it would be really cool to go see. You know, you know me, I love going on top of the tall buildings and shit and getting pictures of the, the scenery. Roofs. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I go and it's up this mountain. And, you know, the thing about mountains here in the U.S. is that <laughs> mostly they're on like two lane roads. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and so what's what's kind of scary about going up this particular mountain is that there's no line that 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 says this is the left lane and there's the, this is the right lane. Like at their certain elevation, it just becomes one lane, which is barely, barely big enough to fit two cars. And you're 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 winding up this mountain and sometimes the curves are just so um, tight that it feels like like um, if another car were to come by, you would be pushed off the mountain. Like you would just crash and you would oh die. Oh my god! Yeah, it was it was terrifying, and I had another flashback of like if I fell off this mountain and died in Spain, who's gonna find me and knew who know who I am? But I pushed on. I kept pushing on. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, though, like I I got to a certain point in the mountain where um the scenery kind of changed and and it went from just kind of rocky and desolate to like this this really crazy like temperate zone and trees were growing and I step out of the car and wow like the scenery is just so beautiful and it was fantastic and I thought to myself like yeah that that trip up this scary mountain was worth it (laughs) and then I I circle around and I I go down back down and for some reason there were more cars driving and winding around going up the mountain than or oh me going down the mountain than when I was going up the mountain and that was actually a lot, a lot of stress that was how did you so. get around who what how, what did you do were you able to was there a way of like getting around people Oh my no. god, what did you do then? You you see <laughs> Kind of just like stop. I stopped. Like maybe like actual Spaniards uh, going doing this they wouldn't stop, but I like stopped when I saw somebody was rounding the corner. Uh was about to round the corner and I just like didn't even attempt it. Because like if I one wrong turn and you're off the mountain. Yeah. Wait, so how did you get around these people? Or did they just go, Oh, okay, I'm just gonna reverse Are you serious? They just yeah. were like, sorry, okay. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it was it was kind of terrifying like if something happens and you did one and wrong it's thing. Like kind of amazing that here's this mountain where it's like if you run into someone, someone just has to like well, back up. And the thing is like it it's obviously a tourist attraction cuz yeah. once you get to a certain point, it has signs of like, "Oh, this is what this hiking trail is about." And you know, like if you um want to do this hike, you can go this way, you know, like people obviously go here to do things. And the fact that this mountain is so treacherous is kind of mind-boggling. Yeah. Yeah.
interesting trip. Uh, wow. How do you feel about all of that? Spain was was really good. I, I mean, I had to get over myself um, <laughs> after the first few days, you know, like trying to adjust. But after I had the chance to kind of explore on my own terms, it was it was it was a, an adventure. Like I'm excited for you to go to Japan and us yeah. have a radio show about this the experience. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, just by the way, folks, we do have more content, more uh, content. I already said that. <laughs> For uh, this trip, obviously, France had a great time, and so we're going to make this a two-parter, uh, so feel free to tune in to the second part of this episode, uh, but in the meantime, if you want to tune in to our episodes on the regular, we post once every other week, um, that's once every two weeks, and in case you didn't know, uh, that's really... uh, bi-weekly, that's... <laughs> That's twice a month. <laughs> That's 14 days apart. Is it four? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like how I have to reassure myself of how time works. Um, but yeah, you can find us on Google In- Play. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. And Instagram. We're on huaf.productions. And uh, on Anchor. I mean, if you're not already listening to us on Anchor, then I don't know what you're listening to us on. Maybe Google Play? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I was trying to wrap Anchor, but... (laughs) Yeah, great. Anchor's such a a platform I love a lot. It's really good and easy to use, and I have no complaints about it. (laughs) And that's our show, folks. (laughs) So, until next time, the best ship to sail on is Friendship. Friendship!